What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse, episode 127 for Saturday, November the 19th, 2022. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick here. I'm excited. Not a lot happened this week, but I played a ton of games I can't wait to talk about. Uh, but let's start where we always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing with Sabi. I got a GPD Win Max 2. You hear about this? You didn't hear about this one? Yeah, you're talking about it last week. You're all excited for it. it oh, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, it finally came in. Yeah, is it, is it dope? It's pretty much, it rounds the corner on my whole, like, Chinese handheld thing. Uh this one is probably like the end game of Chinese handhelds because it's a it's, laptop, right? It's, it's a, a laptop. It's a laptop controller. It's a tiny laptop with uh, Xbox controls built into it. So yeah, it's cool as hell. It looks weird, but it's it's, it's fucking cool. It's a, <laughs> like it's, it's really a, neat. It's a full on laptop, but yeah, it's got just controls in it and they're not bad controls they're really they're better than you think it's basically like the the d-pad and the buttons are all like vita buttons so they have that like little like tactile like click to them yeah uh the sticks and the triggers are all like hall effect like magnetic so you get no stick drift it's like perfect uh sensitivity all throughout the entire range works like the first time every time yeah and then like it's uh super powerful man yeah it's like i just i loaded up a bunch of games onto it just to like try it out and uh it like does everything that i needed to do uh like flawlessly so it's like really fucking good because originally I was going to get a Steam Deck and I was like, yeah. I don't know if I Steam Deck just seems it's like too big for what I would like to do with it. It's too big and too limited. If I'm going to get something that's just if I could ju- if I just want to play games on a thing, I want something I can just slide in my pocket. Uh, and if, if I'm going to get something that's like going to try to be a PC then I want to get a little bit more functionality of it. So yeah. this thing does, it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, because, you can like play a game on this and do your taxes. It's yeah, dope. yeah. It's a straight up laptop and it has yeah. like uh, as storage too, it's super expandable. So it comes with like two terabytes of SSD. Then I slapped another SSD in there for another terabyte. It has a full size SD slot. So I got another terabyte of that. And then it's got a uh, it's got a micro SD slot, so I got another terabyte there. So I've got five terabytes just loaded onto oh this thing. My God, man, slow down! I can only get so <laughs> erect. It's got like a bunch of USB ports. Uh, it's got full size HDMI HDMI out. Um, it's got like everything you would ever need, and and more. So, uh, it's like great. So that came in, and then I just started loading stuff up on it, uh, and it has just straight up Windows 11 preloaded onto it, and um, 
if you're watching the, the stream right now, actually, I'm playing like the line, Linus Tech Tips did a video on it too, which is which is pretty good. So if you're curious about it, you can check out his video. It's pretty it's pretty in depth. But um, I loaded up Steam. I loaded up so Steam. I think we talked about it last week. Steam put out in their beta. Um, their their like beta branch has the Steam OS big picture mode in it. So what I did is I loaded that up on this thing. So it has like Steam OS built like it built into Steam itself in the Steam client. So you can just load Steam up, load the Steam OS big picture mode, and then it's basically just like a Steam deck, but better because it's just running yeah. Windows. So I loaded up all kinds of shit. So I was I was able to test out like Steam OS too on this thing. And that's like great too. Um I can't wait for that to actually like fully launch on the just Steam desktop because it's it like it works fantastically. Um and then I loaded up the EA client. So if you remember in the past I talked about someone hijacking my EA account and linking yes. it linking it to their uh they hijacked my Xbox account and linked it to their EA account. So I couldn't yeah, use I, I, I couldn't use the Game Pass EA Play stuff because my Xbox account was linked to their account. So I found a way. I hacked the system, dude. Fucking I I installed EA Play on this new thing and it gives you options to log in using different accounts. So you like you can log in using your Xbox account. So I was like, "Oh, I wonder if I log into my Xbox account if it'll log me into that guy's EA account." Yeah. And as long as he doesn't have like two factor on or anything, I can like fuck I can like fuck with his account. And sure enough, dude. <laughs> sure enough, oh, yes. I fucking I got into his account, and I didn't fuck with his account or anything. All I did was just I just went in there and unlinked my my Xbox account from his account. It was like years ago. This was back in like 2017. Like my Xbox account got hacked for like some FIFA yeah. shit. Um, I remember at that. least at least that's why I like the EA with it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was a nightmare because like. When they linked up, when they finally did the the team up or whatever with EA, there's all these EA games I was talking about. You couldn't play any of them. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Your shit. And the guy kept asking, "Oh, what was the last like game you bought?" And you're like, "Are you listening to me?" Like, it was hacked. I don't fucking know yeah. what they bought. <laughs> so I, I looked into his account, and it turned out it was Mass Effect two or three. I think it was Mass Effect three was like the only game on this guy's account somehow i don't know what the fuck like it didn't even show fifa was on his account which was the thing that got my account hacked but apparently it wasn't even in his account so i don't know you're like way you're a much bigger person than i am i would have taken his shit set up two-factor <laughs> authentication if his credit card was on i would have run it for some more games like i would have fucked yeah. it i would have fucked this dude up so you're you're a way better person than i am he hasn't used the he hasn't even used the account so i don't even think he even knows uh fucking he hasn't even used the shit so i was like there's no point we keep assuming he but it could be a woman probably a dude though oh yeah we don't want to like, yeah. good, good we don't want to assume but 
you know, stealing someone's shit, that's dude behavior. Yeah, that be one woman wouldn't, wouldn't go so low as that, so. They could, they're capable, but, you They're know. capable, but I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, it's a dude trait to just, like, play FIFA or steal another guy's shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, the FIFA um, that gives it away. That, that That's a man who's a virgin. Yeah. I got all that from the FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> so I linked my, so yeah. I finally, I got that sorted out. It linked my Xbox account. And then I found out my PlayStation account was also linked to a different EA account, which I was what? like, what the fuck is this? So, what is going on? <laughs> Jesus. So I was like, okay, let's do the same thing with the with the PlayStation account. So I logged out, logged back in using my PlayStation credentials. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I guess like at at some point I had played an EA game on like PS4 or something, and it just asked maybe it just I had a different account or something in, in EA, or like made a temp account because it was only I only like I, it was my account, but it was just a different EA account for some reason I don't know what the fuck it was, so I unlinked that one linked it to my actual EA account, and yeah now all of my EA shit is sorted out it's all good now. That's fucking beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I, I loaded up some uh, Burnout Paradise remastered on this laptop. Runs beautifully. Everything maxed out. I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, yeah, and it, it was great. Loaded up uh, Game Pass on this thing. Played some uh, Persona 5. Ran great. Everything maxed out. I was right. like, this thing is a fucking beast. And not not only is it like running stuff like mostly like maxed out, but I have it I have it like down uh I like underclocked it so it'd run cooler. Because since you're you're like holding this thing, it like builds up heat and shit. So I was like, I wonder if I can like run it at like Fifteen watts because that's what the Steam Deck runs at. This thing I think runs by default. This thing runs at like twenty eight, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I could like just bring it down a little so it runs cooler. So I I brought it down. It's still running shit like really really well. It's it's crazy. And like I'm not even running. I'm not, I'm running at like twenty percent less maybe than it's like baseline. Same. Wow. Uh. So like I played, I loaded up Elden Ring on it, ran it fine. Sorry if I if I like mute, I like I got a no, little cough. Okay. But uh, yeah, Elden Ring ran it fine. I I load that up, killed a boss, and I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loaded up all kinds of shit. Uh, I loaded up a little Signalis, and got past the point that I was stuck on. And I was like, wow, this is great. Uh, then I played uh, Bro-Tato. Bro-Tato was the last thing I loaded up. Last night, I loaded that up. So Bro-Tato is a, um, it's new, it's brand new. It's still in early access, but it's a survivor. It's a vampire survivors. Um, you're, you're a potato and you have guns. And it's like, it's wave-based. So... You do like waves of like one minute. I think they're like one minute long waves and you get more kills you get. You get like experience points. You can level up. And when you level up, you can pick like a passive trait and then 
after every wave, you can spend your currency to buy more guns and upgrades for uh, and upgrades, basically items they call them. So I, I just got into Vampire Survivor like over this week, and it's fucking dope. Does it do? Does it do the? Uh... I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit, but does it do the Vampire Survivor thing where like the experience points are like dropped? So like yeah, you gotta yeah, make yeah. you gotta you gotta get into the horror to like get your experience for the kills you got. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't so it get after every wave completes, it just absorbs all the drops shit. But okay. if you if you pick it up, you get double. So Ooh, yeah. Okay, so that's it, where the it, risk is. Yeah, I like it incentivizes that. you to get in there and pick it up, but I like that. Yeah, you you can just wait it out, and since it's wave based, it's much smaller than uh, Vampire Survivor. It's it's a closed off arena, so you can't just like run away infinitely. So yeah. it's a it's like a small... Vampire Survivor does this weird thing where like it's infinite, but it also loops back around. Yeah, yeah. Kind of barbaric cartoon. It's <laughs> it's a trip. I love it. Um, I love it. So, Brotato was just like Brotato. that was just one of the new games I uh, I played. But like, I loaded up with like a bunch of stuff on this thing just to, like test out the controls and test out the the power. Um, Elden Ring was probably the most intense thing I loaded up on this thing, and it like ran it well. It ran it like at like everything on high, and I was like, "What the fuck is like this is crazy." Um, Path of Exile, which is like notoriously uh, poorly optimized, ran well. Um, I load up DJ Max, like a rhythm game, just so I can test those buttons. It's it's fine. Um, it's good. So so the the refresh rate's good on it. Then like the responsiveness is yeah. good. It's that's really good. Wow. Um, I load up that Fuck. that that uh, East game. I got East and loaded up on this thing. Ran it fine, so. Um, Did you get a lot of time into East? Like, what'd you think of it? I didn't get a lot of time into it because it like, uh, it like the opening is like. Well, first of all, the way it starts is it expects you to. It's like, it it it, it's like what is it like East Eight or something? Yeah. It 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 acts like it's like the eighth game and <laughs> yeah it's so like, like everyone knows who he is he's like this big like adventurer yeah like everyone knows like it doesn't outright reference it but the game like has callbacks to fans that like will go go completely over my head in the beginning because people are like jerking him off like how great his like achievements are i'm like i don't know any of this this shit <laughs> like, whatever. yeah so i didn't yeah. really i didn't really get deep into it because like the opening is like super long and, and boring oh, so yeah. i was like i was trying to skip everything and yeah i just didn't i didn't really get yeah, into once it you, once you get on the island like it's the game opens up it's much better like it's it's fucking dope yeah so i'll, I'll have to that. but um yeah if you're in the market for something that is in my opinion better than a steam deck now i i think the advantage of a steam deck is that it's you know it's Cheaper, significantly cheaper. Yeah, the uh, price point starting for Steam Deck's like what, like six hundred? Starting for this GDP no, is like six hundred. Six hundred's like the top tier Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, like that thing starts at like three hundred, I think, for like the bottom oh, okay. one. So, but for GDP, I think the start is like what, like a thousand nine. It starts at like a thousand, yeah. So it's like yeah. twice the price, but it's more powerful than the Steam Deck. It's more versatile than the Steam Deck. Yeah, I mean, if you're I, already thinking, like, if you're already in the market for a laptop and, yeah. like, a Steam Deck, like, this is, like, 
yeah. a good middle ground. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. And I already, I didn't have a laptop, so I was like, I could, I could benefit from this. Yeah, that's why I would get it. Yeah. I want a laptop. I'm look, making an excuse to like get a laptop forever. Like this is it. <laughs> yeah. So GPD Win Max Two. It's it gets my thumbs up of approval, dude. I'm getting more. It's very impressive how it's good it is. Yeah. It's good. You're getting the mileage out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for your review on it because I wanted to hear what you thought about it before I started looking at it too. And it sounds yeah. like you're having a good time. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of videos on on YouTube. Like I said, uh, Linus has a video on it. Uh, if you know who um, ETA Prime is, he has a video. Uh, the Fox has several videos on it. So uh, if you now the, my only like main complaint about it is that it it does get hot on the bottom. Like if you're playing like something real heavy, uh, the exhaust is like in the the intake is on the bottom and the exhaust out the back, and it gets it gets pretty warm on like the left side, where like you're holding it for the controls. But other than that, it's like not too bad, but it's like noticeably like noticeably warm. So that's like my only main complaint about it. Everything else is like really impressive. So. That's all. Let me check it out then. Um, I think I think that was it for me. Okay. So okay, so I, I played a couple games. I, I beat Bayonetta three. Yeah. I finished it. It was dope. Um, I liked it. It's a good. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a good Bayonetta game. I think so. A lot of people were kind of pissy about the ending. I can see why, but I don't mind it. I feel like it was uh, it was a fun game in the end. I had a fun time with it. I can't wait to see what else uh, what else they do with it. That's all I'm gonna say without getting into spoilers. Um, I also got into a fucking amazing fan game that apparently has been around for a long time. I just barely played it like last week. It's called Pokemon Infinite Fusion. All right. So you ever seen those uh, those Pokemon fusion generators online? Like you pick two Pokemon and fuse them together, but it's done on like an algorithm, so it looks kind of shitty. No. <laughs> no. So that's a thing that's online. It's Pokemon Fusion Generator. It's pretty cool because it's fun to fuck around with. But some genius, some fucking legend, some beast of a man went out and fucking made a game based on that that uh that that online tool, right? But the the thing is that instead of using an algorithm, a lot of the sprites are like custom sprites. So they look pretty cool. And there's a whole system built around it. The Pokemon's like stats. Uh, what it's look, what it looks like. That is all built around like what what Pokemon you fuse, and there's different fusion forms that they can take depending on which Pokemon you pick is the head and which one is the body. Oh, this is interesting, dude. It's cool as fuck. Like it's so good, and I didn't put it in the. Uh... Hold on one second. I didn't put it in the notes because I'm an idiot. But there is a calculator that uses the actual sprites from the game. So you can see what those sprites look like in-game with this calculator. And it actually tells you like, the stats and stuff from the Pokemon that you're going to fuse together. I'll put it in the uh, stream chat here. 
So if you don't want to download the game, you just want to see what the fusions look like, that calculator will do it. It also tells you what the stats it's going to have at the end, so you can see like how the stat system works. But a, a, a brief rundown is that depending on the Pokemon, if you pick the whatever Pokemon you pick for the head, is going to deter is going to determine its uh, its um, special attack, special defense, and speed. Whatever Pokemon you pick for the body is going to determine its, its attack and defense and HP. And it uses both their stats, but it weighs it more depending on who you pick for the head and who you pick for the body. So that's why when you look at it, you see two different fusion forms. It's, it's picking on who's the head, who's the body. And some of them are jank because some of them do use just an algorithm to put it together. But there are some that use custom sprites. Like I want you to type in two starters, uh, Bulbasaur and Squirtle, and see what that looks like. <laughs> Because they actually put some custom sprites into this to give you some cool shit. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. They promised something like, what do they promise in that? Like 700,000 combinations? This is insane. Wait, what? It's fucking dope, dude. What can you play this on? You can, it's a, you play it on PC. Okay. So you can download it to your GDP, I think. Yeah, I might do that. And what does it run on? It runs on Windows, right? Yeah, straight up Windows, yeah. And yeah, you'll be able to play this. Now, what's cool with it, 176,400 possible combinations what it has. It has every Pokemon from Gen 1 and 2 with their evolution. So if you have a Pokemon from Gen 1 or 2 that has an evolution from, like, Gen 4, it'll be there. So you don't have to worry about, like, getting an incomplete, like, evolution line. And it has some Pokemon from generations three to seven, but it uses Gen five for the system. So if you ever want to look at like, oh, what when do I get to learn this move with this Pokemon? You want to look at the Gen five statistics for it. And it has the entire full Kanto region, so the original, the first region for Pokemon uh, Red and Blue, and you can visit Johto after you beat it. So the region from uh, Silver or um, Gold and Silver. And it's fucking great. It has so many cool quality of life uh, stuff in it that make it really neat. So, like, you could find items that give you TM abilities. Like, I found a pickaxe that let me use Rock Smash and I have to teach to a Pokemon and waste a slot. I found uh, this guy gave me, like, hedge tremors to use cut so I don't have to waste a Pokemon slot on cut and carry That's a Pokemon awesome. around just to cut down trees. Dude, the game does so much to just fucking streamline it for you. Is this based it's, on uh, another, like, is it built on top of another Pokemon game, or is it's it an just... RPG? It's an RPG Maker game. Okay, okay. So you got to deal with some RPG Maker jank, but it's worth it. Yeah, I think the sprites are from Heart Gold and Soul Silver, but I might be wrong. Not the sprites, but the uh, overworld and the character models. Yeah. But what's cool is that you can edit the file. So if you have a custom sprite you want to use. So, like, there's a whole fan community of, like, custom Pokemon sprites for the fusions. You can upload it. You can download it and put it into the game file and use that sprite if you don't like the sprite the game has. Or if you don't like the character sprite, you can put another sprite in there. Unless you customize whatever you want. And it's really fucking cool, dude. It's so cool. Some of the fusions you can find. I'm having so much fun just fucking around with this, dude. Um, and there's difficulty modes. So if you want, like, an easy game mode 
that levels up all the Pokemon for you without having an experience show. You can do that. If you want just a normal playthrough, there's that. There's a hard mode. If you want like a challenging playthrough where gym leaders, trainers actually like IV, EV train their Pokemon and have a set build you have to like defend against. It's it's so cool, the shit that's in here. Like there's a lot of stuff in here, like for Pokemon fans, references in here that are really fun. Um, one thing I thought was really funny is when you first go to the, uh, when you first get your Pokemon in the, uh, in the lab, in Oak's lab. So in the original game, there was a lot of like dialogue. If you clicked on something, it was like, oh, that looks like a complicated machine, better not touch it. And this game takes a step further by giving you that option for everything. So you click on like the machine, it's like, oh, it's a complicated machine, better not mess with it. Oh, it's a complicated sink. I better not turn it on. That's a complicated trash can. I better not look at it. Like, it's really tongue-in-cheek the way it does it. It's a lot of fun. Like, the game's having fun with itself, and I love it for that. Yeah. Um, you can fast-forward the game and speed it up with, like, a button press. So that's awesome. Um, when you fight a trainer, you can talk to them again, and sometimes they'll give you an item, sometimes they'll challenge you to a rematch. And when you rematch them, their love their Pokemon levels go up. So you can keep like training your Pokemon with them and they'll grow with you if you keep rematching them. It's fucking awesome, dude. I how like much that. shit there is in here. That was one of the things There's... that I remember from like gold and silver was that you can like get their phone numbers and they'll yeah. call you and shit and be like, Hey man, looking for a rematch. Get over here. I'm on Route 37. Uh I don't so know. So this don't... doesn't have that, but it okay. lets you just like talk to them again. You can just talk to them again, they're like, hey. Yeah. Let's fight again. And let's, uh, then when you fight them, their Pokemon's like a little bit stronger. And you can keep doing that. And some of them will even trade with you after you beat them. You're like, oh, you know, good fight there. I'll trade you this fusion I had if you give me like a fire Pokemon or a Mankey or whatever. It's so cool how much shit there is packed into this game, dude. I put 20 hours into it. Wow. And I'm still playing it, dude. It's so good. This is seriously one of the funnest fan games I've ever played, and there's so much work in here. Shouts out to uh, Wrath of Zalius. I want you to scroll down again. Look at when that video was uploaded. Um, last year, a year ago. Yeah, I can tell because it's an older build of the game. They're still oh, updating really? this game, dude. Yes. Like, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm seeing clips and other pokemon like youtubers talking about this from like four from like two three years ago and they're still updating it dude as far as i know this is their latest version they don't have any plans to update anymore but there's a lot of shit here i spent hours fucking around with the pokemon infinite calculator the infinite fusion calculator just because as an avid pokemon fan i'm like looking at like pokemon that complement each other like like um elemental abilities that um can cover each other's weaknesses or maybe an ability that would benefit another pokemon if it fused with it right i'm having so much fun just fucking around with the calculator i'm not even playing the game dude because there's so much thought into how this calculator works um it's fucking awesome dude like i, I can't describe how much fun i'm having with this it's it's fucking dope. That's all I can say. Check it out. This this came onto my radar like a little while ago. And I love it, dude. I'm loving how much I've put how much time I put into this, how much fun I'm having with it. 
it's a fucking blast dude go everyone should go check it out you definitely download it. if you're sick of like a pokemon formula this does enough to mix it up and there's enough in there for like new players and old fans to fuck around with as a long time pokemon fan i'm like my brain is swirling with like numbers and possible configurations to just make a pokemon with like no weaknesses or limited weaknesses or give it strengths that it can take advantage of with a different fusion type it's i'm already looking at ways to make charizard a fucking dragon fire type like he should have been from the beginning not a fire flying type with a four times weakness to rock like a bitch <laughs> which by the way i think i found it haxorus and charizard make a fucking great combination and their stats all go up with the right combo there's a hit there's a hit to speed there but honestly it's worth it because you get that fire dragon typing you lose that four times weakness to rock and you get a boost to your uh your base attack and special attack so that's what i'm looking at and the sprite looks fucking dope see this is something like as a pokemon fan i want to see more of this like there's actual like thought in here and some depth in here that you can fuck around with it's so yeah. cool dude and i did buy pokemon scroll i'm gonna talk about that at the end because i have a lot to say about that <laughs> so that's okay. i'm gonna end off with that um i also played vampire survivor it's another game i wanted to play yes um i had an hour uh before i had to go to bed for work one day i was like i worked the next day i got like an hour left i'm gonna see what this vampire survivors game is all about bro i fucking fell in love with it yes <laughs> i i loved it it's so much fun it's uh for those of you who don't know it's a uh it's uh it's a horde survival game there's no attack button you just move the character around and they have attacks on the character you pick they have attacks that are on a timer and as you go through it you can and you kill enemies you level up you can unlock more attacks unlock abilities if you have certain abilities combined you can unlock a whole other ability i didn't know about there's like a combo system there it's randomly generated like what uh what skills drop when you level up so it's a little bit different every time but the thing i love about it that makes it so cool is that when you kill an enemy you don't just get the xp you know they drop it so you have to go pick it up so if you're barely like surviving this horde and you're killing all these dudes you got to fucking make your way into it to pick up the xp they're dropping or else you're not going to level up and it's on a timer so the more time you build up, the harder it gets, the more enemies come in. It's it's fucking exhilarating, dude. When you get that right combo going and you get like a good like 30 minute sweep, ooh, it feels good, dude. This is a shit wet dreams are made of. I fucking love this game. As simple as it is, this is a fucking new grounds ass game, dude. This is something that I would have played on new grounds like fucking 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm having a blast with it. It's so cool. It's um, like I I I fell in love with it once once you finally get that one because it took me a couple of runs to be like what why why what's why what do people see in this that I'm not seeing yeah but once you get that one run when you start when everything's coming together you're like oh okay yeah. there we go and then you start and unlocking stuff and everything starts expanding yeah. you get a lot more options and you're like oh shit like now I see what's what's yeah, dude, really I was. I was into it initially. I was like into it from the beginning. I was like, okay, I can see the appeal here. But once I unlocked the library and I found this book, um, it's a it's a 
the book lets you see like what combos you can do with your equipment. Yeah. Now I was like, wait, what? There's like a, like a synergy system here, like like enter the gungeon, and yeah, like you can find a weapon and like an upgrade, and on top of having that weapon and the upgrade, I'll make a new weapon that's even stronger. So like, the axe is pretty neat because it throws an axe up in the air and it comes down. It's a good wide angle. And you can keep leveling up, throw more axes up, increase the damage. But there's also a candelabra that increases your area of effect. So it makes your weapon bullets bigger. So like it makes that axe bigger. But once you combine those, you that axe turns into like scythes that just spin around you. It's so fucking cool. Like I was just wiping the floor with dudes. And it's exhilarating, dude. Like once you get that good run and you're like, fuck, I need to do it again. And the kids, the game's good at like dealing out that dopamine, dude, because you can find like stronger enemies, kill them. They drop a treasure chest and that treasure chest can drop more upgrades or a ton of gold. And it's just the game's constantly like feeding you like that dopamine. And I, I'm into it, dude. Yeah, It's addicting. It's horribly addicting. It's like cripplingly addicting. I think another thing for me was when like you open up the map and you start seeing there's like shit. There's like things on the map that you can actually go to yeah and 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 unlock and once i found yeah. that i was like what the there's like shit on the map and then there's uh, there's an option where you can like show the icons on the and the game gameplay that'll point you to the stuff that's on the map but yeah it's neat it's like dude. Off I, by I default. yeah i was fucking around with it i'm like there's so much here that is fun. If you want like a fun arcade survival experience, it's there. If you want like, if you like seeing numbers go up and shit just melt, that's there too. Yeah. Um, and it rips off cat. That rips off Castlevania. It pays homage to Castlevania. Like character names, uh, gear. That's all Castlevania references. Like, you yeah. fucking heal yourself picking up like chicken you find off the floor. Like it's Castlevania as fuck. Yeah. But I love it. This feels like. A Castlevania fan game on new grounds, but like in a good way, <laughs> like the best possible way. Um, but yeah, this is dope. I, I played it for like an hour. I was like, I'm just going to try it for an hour. Fucking dude, I've, I've dumped so much time into this. Like it's, it's insane. I couldn't get to sleep the other night. So I played this for like three hours. It was amazing. That <laughs> was a great experience. This game is dope as hell. And it's, I see the appeal now. I can see why everyone's talking about it. I can see why, like, everyone, their mom's making a Vampire Survivors clone right now. This game is fucking awesome, dude. I love yeah. it. They just updated it. So it's on, like, Game Pass now, and it's on... Yeah, that's right. I it's played on, it, yeah. It's on cloud gaming as well. And they've just added, in the, uh, in the mobile app, you can use touch controls, uh... To like control to, to control everything instead of the um I'm waiting for it to come to iOS, dude. Because like I, I want to play it on the go. This is like a perfect mobile game, but it's not on iOS. Yeah. It pisses me off. There's a bunch yeah, of clones, but it's not not this game. Like everyone comes close, but they it's not the same thing. Yeah. The minute this comes to iOS, my dumps are gonna get a lot longer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, I, I can't I can't dump and be in like <laughs> like. Yeah, I've never I've never dumped with like needing material, but uh, I don't need material, but it's fun to have. Like, <laughs> I guess, but I'm always like, I you know I dump with a purpose, man. I'm not I'm not sitting there waiting 
I'm like, why can't oh, you do two shit. things? Like I could do two things. I just don't. No, need do, to. do you watch? Do you watch TV while you eat dinner? Like you can do one or the other. Why not both? Same thing. I can well, so that, watching TV is very pat or like eating is very passive. Dumping, dumping you gotta passive. have. A, you gotta have a. Well, I have a purpose when I dump. You know, I'm not sitting there, like waiting for shit to happen. I'm like, oh shit, I got a shit, and then I go in there. So you shit. go in like go in to like get out. Like, I, I go in. into enjoy. To, I go into enjoy the dump. Oh no, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to enjoy it. Either. I just you know. That's like half the experience, man. I, I, actually, I don't enjoy it. I actively dislike dumping. Actually, if I could, <laughs> if I could just not have to dump or just dump my pants, I'd rather do that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> all of our fucking conversations boil down to dumps for some reason. <laughs> um, another game I played. I, I played this one on a whim. Uh, Ghost Lore is on Game Pass. It's pretty dope. So it's uh, it's an ARPG. Uh, they, they, the, the description says they're inspired by games like Titan Quest and Diablo 2. Now I can see that inspiration. It's based on like um, Pacific Asian lore. So like you're fighting creatures like hopping vampires and a bunch of other like creatures I don't know anything about. So that's really neat. You get that, that, that lore that you don't really see in most games. A lot of fantasy games are based on like Eastern European mythology, which is fine. But like, I want to see some cool, some new shit. You know, I've seen a ton of goblins. I've seen a ton of like dragons. I want to see shit I've never seen before. And this game does it. Um, it's very, very early access. The game's in a game preview right now. Um, it's very, very early access. But I can see the appeal here. It's got a multi-class system. So whatever class you pick, Every, I think, 15 levels, you can pick another class, like, synergize with it. You can get their skills, their passives. But the thing that makes this really cool is that it has a, a rune system, right? You can find runes that you can equip, and they buff up your stats. The different runes do different stats. But those are on a separate screen that you can kind of put it around together, like Tetris blocks. Now... Base runes are only one by are one by one blocks. You can put as many of them as you want. Every time you level up, you unlock another space in that uh, place to put runes in. But you can find other runes that are in different shapes, and you can place runes on top of those to get bonus effects. So I found a rune that's like an L shape, right? And it tells me if I have this specific rune in it, on top of getting the base effect from that rune. If I put it in the same slot where that L is, I can get like a boost to like my MP or restore HP on hit. It's really cool. That's something I really like about this game that I don't see other games doing. Uh, is you're basically playing like Tetris to mid-max yeah. your stats and get these runes together. Um, I don't know if you're gonna see that here in this like gameplay video you're watching, but it's, it's a cool system that I think is really neat. Um, at first, when I first started it up, they gave you so much space. I was like, I'm never going to fill this up. And then really quickly, I got more runes than I could fill in. And when it started giving me those runes that are in specific shapes that I can put other runes in inside of, I was like, okay, I can see like where the management needs to come in here. 
Okay, it's got an overlay map, which I'm. I'm yeah, it's into. got an overlay map, which I, you like. Um, it's got I controller support, which you I like. I saw this game on. I, I also looked at this in Game Pass, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like Diablo." But then I, it looked like a. Um, it looked like a like a Hades, and I was like, "I don't know if that's what I want right now." It's got a dodge roll, but it's it's closer to Diablo than it is to Hades, honestly. Okay. It's a lot closer to Diablo than it's to Hades now. Okay, so those are the runes right there I'm talking about. So, like, each rune has a different symbol on it, and they have a different effect when you put them in the... when you slot them in. And, again, those are one by one. You can find some that are, like, in crazy shapes and formations, and you can put those runes on top of them. Okay, they're called glyphs, sorry. And you can put those glyphs inside of them. So on top of getting the effect from the glyph, if you put it in that specific-shaped glyph you get another bonus on top of it. It's really cool the way it works. Um, so you're on top of like looking out for weapons and gear. You're looking for a glyphs that might synergize with your character build. It's pretty neat, dude. I like what I'm seeing here. Um, the game's early access is fuck, dude. Um, the, the, the music is really see. repetitive. This guy doesn't do any of the glyph shit at all. In his entire Look at all. And it pisses me off because like, it's a very big part of the game. Like, I played it for about an hour, hour and a half, and the glyphs became a very big part of the game very quickly. We'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll do a video on this. We'll, we'll check it out, maybe. It's pretty dope. Does, does it hit the same highs as, like, Diablo 2? Probably not. Um, you know, there's games out there, Path of Exile, Grim Dawn, that probably do this better. But this is a fun game. It's made by, like, two dudes. So I'm giving the benefit of the doubt here. I'm having fun with it so far. Um, it's on Game Pass, so check it out. But I liked what I was playing so far, dude. Um, now, last but not least, Pokemon Scarlet. I picked that up yesterday. Yes. Now, I got a gift card from work. It's like a digital gift card for like 50 bucks. So it was between Pokemon Scarlet and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I flipped the coin, landed on Scarlet. I feel like I fucked up <laughs> a little bit. Um, I picked this up not knowing like all the performance issues it was having. I knew there was going to be some performance hiccups, but Jesus Christ, I didn't know it was going to be that bad, dude. Um, haven't encountered any major glitches yet, but my God, the frame rate, dude, it cannot keep up with the switch at all, man. I don't know how this game could run the way it does when Monolith can get Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2 to run as well as they do on the same hardware, I don't fucking know why Game Freak can't figure that out. Um, there, and it's, it's not even when you're in the overworld. There's a, there's a scene early on in the game where you go to school and they sit you in the classroom, and all of the, uh, the main characters are moving at like 30 FPS, but everyone else in the background, all the classmates, are moving at like 10 they're like slideshows. It's super Shit. distracting. It's so weird, dude. Um, and at first, it's not too noticeable. Like, when you first start it up, it's like, you know, you turn a corner, it loads up some terrain, it hiccups, like, for a second, and then it's back to smoothness. But I've noticed that some places, it just chugs along. Other places, it's fine. Um, it is not consistent at all, which is weird to me, because, again... Monolith can make the Xenoblade games that are so big and vast, I'll argue, are much bigger than Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and they run fine. 
but this can't handle the, the switch can't handle this for some reason i don't know if it's optimization or what but it's like it's embarrassing um but with the poor stuff out of the way it is a pretty fun game i'm not gonna lie i'm having fun with it um it's an open world pokemon game and it is an open world game i spent a lot of time like running around exploring looking at shit um you can have your pokemon come out and fight with you uh, follow you around there's an auto battle mode so you can just stick your pokemon on somebody and the game the fight just happens while you're running around exploring and you get experience for it like, there's a lot of quality of life stuff here that's really neat um you can relearn pokemon moves without having to like use a run a tm or go to a move teacher if you got rid of a move just replace another one you don't like it you can do it from the menu switch back up and no harm no foul it's great yeah there's a lot of quality of life stuff here but the performance though it's really really jarring how bad this game runs dude it's and i don't know where where it's struggling like why it has to struggle this hard the game's not like graphically intensive you know breath of the wild was a launch title for the switch and that ran fine until you got to the korok forest you know again the xenoblade games run fine and they're much bigger and much more graphically intense than this is so i don't know where all the chugging along is happening it's weird to me uh one thing that's really neat is that battles happen like right there in the map when you get into a fight it's right there in the map it doesn't take you to a, to a different screen to do it in it happens right then and there you can control the camera in the middle of the fight i like the uh i like that when you get through the opening part it gives you like three objectives you can like take on the gym leaders you can help this dude fight these like giant titan pokemon and get treasure you can take on the uh the local gang here which in this game is a uh, team star and there are different quest lines you can do any order you want you can do one of them or all three of them you can start one move on to the other whatever you want to do and it's all there on the map it's just like okay here's the quests. here's where to do them fucking go go out and explore and I love it for that. I wish more Pokemon games do that. And I'm hoping this becomes a thing going forward. Um, it's doing a lot of things that I like that I'm like, okay, you're moving this, the, 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 the franchise along now. We're, we're evolving now, at least a little bit. But my God, the performance, man, I keep going back to it, but it's so noticeable. It's like embarrassing. Um, you, you played Arceus, right? Like, was yeah. it... Was there a lot of performance issues with that? Did it run pretty smooth? Uh, I don't remember there being like severe performance issues or even like glitches or anything like that. <clears throat> I just remember it just, you know, it just looked, it didn't look great, but it, and it didn't have really, it didn't really have a good like draw distance because it did the open world thing too, but you can see very far so you kind of had to get close to shit before you could realize like oh i shouldn't fuck with this thing because it's like level 97 <laughs> and it's just out in the world and i have to get this close to even realize that but um other than that it, it was like mostly fine i think so with this the, the draw distance is pretty far i'll admit the draw distance is vast i can see pretty far off i feel like i'm I know people keep referencing this, but Breath of the Wild, well, you think... know, you can like go out somewhere, you can look out, you're like, I want to go there, and you can do it. It would show you like landscape, but it wouldn't yeah. draw any, because the Pokemon are out in the world, 
So you could see the landscape from a distance, but you couldn't see like the Pokemon that was just standing there. Because I remember specifically in um, Arceus, there's like a level like 90 Rapidash that's just fucking out there. And you can't see it until you run up. You're like close enough to it to where it could like fuck you up before you even realize it's there. While you can you can see the terrain and shit, you can't see the actual models. They don't draw it until you're like super close. I think that check was the problem. This, out. this is what I was talking about right here with the classroom. Sending it to you in the uh, oh. Discord. Fifty-five minutes, thirty-two seconds. Look, look at the fucking <laughs> classroom. Look at the background. Look at their feet like kicking back and forth. It's like a slideshow. It's so like jarring. Fifty-five. You know, you can just you can you can get the actual. Well, I know, but I, I fucking I sent it to you before I remembered I can do that. <laughs> but look, look at the kids in the background kick their feet back and forth, dude. This this game also does like the cleanse. <laughs> Are you seeing that shit, dude? <laughs> and it's worse because this dude's like skipping through it. But if you actually sit there and like read the text. It yeah. hangs on it for a long time, and it's it's not easy to ignore, dude. <laughs> yeah. And all of them are doing that. Um, I don't like Splatoon does that kind of, but it's only like <clears throat> it's not that extreme. Obviously, now they're like they look fine in the actual like game. I, like just in the cutscene, it was like fucked up. But you see that in Splatoon, uh, yeah. Like, characters in the distance, just because like that, well, that's the thing a lot of games do is like if shit's in the distance, it'll like render them at a lower resolution. It'll render them at like a lower frame rate to conserve. Yeah, I can resources. deal with that. But these guys are like front. And center. Yeah, they were like right there. Like, so. This is like jarring. And again, like I don't know why it can't handle that. Like it doesn't make sense. It can't handle that. Like. And another thing, like, there's a lot of weird issues with the camera, too, because the camera, again, you get in those fights in the middle of the, the map, so it doesn't take you to a separate battle screen. You know, it happens right then and there. You get into a fight, the camera pans out, it's right there that it happens. There's no cuts. And because of that, I've had moments where, like, I'll win a fight, and the camera will, like, pan to, like, zoom into my Pokemon, because he's, like, leveling up, and it'll cut into like a part of the ground so i can see the void underneath the map <laughs> in the middle of a fight or like after i win a fight um this one dude said it happened to him when he was like his pokemon was evolving and it was evolving like a void of nothing <laughs> because the way the camera panned to him it was really it's I, i've seen some weird shit here like a couple glitches i don't mind it but it's it's really sloppy seeing how much it is there so if there's someone who gets annoyed my poor performance this is going to annoy the fuck out of you. And it's a bummer because it's a fun game. There's there's some good shit here. There's some good ideas here. I like the open world aspect of it. Like, I like the fact that I can kind of go anywhere. I can start how I want. And the game pushes you to, like, make your own choice. Like, characters, three different characters give you three different objectives to follow the whole game. And they, like, fight with each other on, like, which one you're going to do first. 
and eventually it's like okay you choose which one you want to do don't tell us now we'll go do our thing you just go east if you want to do my thing go west if you want to do my thing or go north if you want to do my thing and do what you want and they fuck off and you're just free to just go wherever you want it's so cool like i i it's it's enough to like get me back into pokemon if the game actually ran well <laughs> and it's it's something I, I hope gets patched out it's not going to i mean let's be honest here game freak got their money nintendo got their money they have no reason to patch it yeah and it's it's a shame i'm a little i'm a little nicer on it. i haven't beaten the game yet i know people are just like ripping into it just oh this game's a piece of shit fucking game freak rush it out I've been seeing a lot of stupid takes on Reddit, <laughs> just people like <laughs> saying uh, how bad the game is, but they, they just they just look at like the graphical performance stuff. They don't look at like the actual game behind it, which I think they, they should get a pass on it because the game's actually solid. Like there's there's fun shit here to play with, um, but yeah, it's it's just a it's a bummer because like the performance is like an easy thing to pick at. And it's something that I don't think is going to get fixed. And I, I hope the next time Nintendo does this, the next time Game Freak does this, they have Monolith come in to like help them with the open world shit. Because they, they figured out the Switch hardware just fine. I don't know why Game Freak can't figure it out. So, yeah, it's, but it's... we'll see. So far, I'm having fun with it. I'm only about a couple hours in. I just beat the first gym. And I take my time with these games. You know, I've always taken my time with Pokemon. So it's going to be a while before I finish it. Especially this because it's so open. I'm just going to explore like every corner I can and just like say fuck it to the main game. But I'm having fun with it so far. And yeah, that's all I got to say about it, man. Let's get into some gaming news now. All right. Uh, game Awards, the Game of the Year nominees have already been announced. We got um, A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West. Stray, God. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 should have got that instead of Pokemon, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, so some pretty heavy hitters here. Honestly, it's probably going to go to God of War, like, let's be honest here. Uh, like, well, I'd love for Stray to win, because I think it'd be funny, but I feel like God of War is going to win, just because of how popular it is right well, now. Let's not forget uh, Elden Ring is, is... Now... <clears throat> You know they let you vote on these things. I I placed a vote. I can't hear you. You're like muted. Hello, 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 hello. Did I mute you? I think it's you. Check it, check it, yo, yo. Yeah, I yo. can't hear you at all, dude. Tisket, tasket, bread in the basket. Wait, let me check. Uh. My my shit's going off. I don't know. Check it, check it. It's like muted on my end for some reason. Wanna keep talking? Check, yo, yo. Check it, yo. Okay, there we go. I don't know why, like I couldn't hear you for a minute there. Your your shit's fucking up, dude. You need yeah, to maybe. Um You've been talking to me this whole time. I just haven't been acknowledging you, like <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, what, wow. was, what was I saying? Oh, so uh, 
Elden Ring, man, don't like that thing was a, like a titan of a fucking game. It was. And it still is. That's the it thing. I is. think. I think the thing about God of War is that it's like still in like the honeymoon phase where that shit just came out, so people haven't had time for that to really settle. And like people's like true feelings about it probably haven't really come out yet. So yeah. I'm, I'm. I, it hasn't stood the test of time yet. I'm. I'm. So I'm curious as to where that'll land like maybe maybe it's recent enough that people are like still like is gonna is gonna do it for people but i don't know elden ring it's like the the game awards go live december 8th so voting starts like now yeah that's why i'm worried because like god of war just came out so fresh in everyone's mind i feel like that's gonna get like most nominations and most votes right now yeah so we'll see it's definitely gonna be between it's definitely between uh elden ring and god of war no, I put a I put a vote on Elden Ring. Really? And, you hated Elden Ring. Okay, here's the thing. I don't hate Elden Ring. You, the, your exact words were that game is dog shit. I know. I said that. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know about you, but I don't. I don't call things I like dog shit. <laughs> I know I said that, but I'm gonna retract. I'm gonna retract that statement. All right. And. uh because like I loaded it up again on this on this on this uh, GPD, yeah, and like I just played it a little bit again, and like it's a it's a good game, right? It's good. It's just not. I just don't see the fucking wow. This is gonna change open world games forever. Like I just don't see. I don't see that. But I can acknowledge that it's probably the best. It's the it's the epitome of like the Souls genre. Yeah. What they were working on since Demon Souls and iterating on all these years has finally culminated into what Elden Ring is. This is the, like the perfect, like refined, like yeah, yeah. The the master class of this is fucking our our magnum opus, and that I can see it. It, it truly does deserve all that praise. But uh, yeah, but if you're if you're not a Souls fan, like. Even like good. I'm, I'm not a Souls fan, but I can still see it's still like, because okay, when I loaded it up, what was this like yesterday? I think it was like yesterday, or like two days ago, I loaded it up. Yeah. Uh, and my friend was like, "Hey, it was a while ago when I was like when I played it the first time." He was like, "Uh, I, the the bonfires in this game they point you in a direction, okay? They like point you in a direction that says, "Hey, go this way." kind of like guide you and what what i guess is like the the intended path or something yeah so that's what i did i followed the the path it tells you to follow to follow and um that was my mistake i fucked up doing that because all the enemies are super like powerful and i'm like well this is the way it's telling me to go and everything was like fucking one shotting me, and I just ran past everything. Like it's telling me to go this way, so I'm going this way. Uh, yeah. And yeah, no, I fucked up doing that. I don't know why the game does that, but that's not what you're supposed to do. You're kind of just supposed to just wander around, as an open world game does. So I, when I loaded it up two days ago, I went all the way back to the beginning to kind of just see. Okay, I went that way. I'm gonna go this way now. And fucking, I I missed the whole like. There's a whole tutorial area, 
that I just did not do. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's like you can go this way, and there's a tutorial area here that like tells you how to play the fucking game, and I just didn't even like see that at all. I guess. Uh, so like it's like that. It's like that. The game's like that, where it's like. I don't know why it has this thing. It tells you like, "Hey, go this direction," but you're not supposed to follow it. You're kind of just supposed to just wander around like an open world. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna replay this game, not replay, but I'm gonna load it back up and just try just going fucking wherever and just seeing uh, what happens. Cause yeah, the place I ended up where I followed the guide it was not. It was just it was a bad. It was bad. So. Uh, that's okay. my that's my story of Elden Ring. I played Forbidden West. That game is done. Now that game is dog shit. Now that <laughs> uh, that game is garbage. I don't know how. I mean, you know how it ends up in here is because it's just one of those fucking games, man. Uh, just like everything in here is just one of those fucking games where it's like, yeah, yeah. This has the highest appeal of what people expect out of a video game. So you know, there's stuff in here. That should be that should be in here. That's not in here. Like you know, where the fuck is Tunic, which is the game of the year? Uh, where the fuck is Vampire Survivors, which is like everyone's fucking talking about that game. I like I can't I, like where the fuck is it here? Uh, but then we get Stray, which is like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, like people were talking about it, but not because it was good. Because it, because it's just it, you're a cat, and it's just a cat game, and everyone knows the cat game. Uh, yeah. It's like I don't know. It's a bit of a bummer, you know what I'm saying? That uh, I mean, like like these award shows are a joke anyway. But um, you know, you kind of you, you just want to see some representation, you know what I'm saying? For the games that actually deserve to be talked about, the games are actually doing things fresh and unique and uh you know i don't want to take anything away from these these games because sure a lot of money and and development goes into making these shits but uh i feel like everything in this list is like a dime a dozen man it's just like nothing's yeah nothing's like standing out or like these are like triple a ass triple a games yeah and then, you know, we have, like, Plague Tale, Stray, and Xenoblade. Yeah, that, that's why I'm, like, uh, kind of whatever. With Game of the Year nominations, I'm whatever on them. Like, they, they very rarely surprise me. I mean, maybe this will surprise us. Maybe Stray will win, or Xenoblade 3 might win. But we'll Stray, see. Stray. I mean, come on. Like, if, we're no honest, if we're yeah, honest... <laughs> Uh, yeah. this, it's this God of the, War Elden Ring. It's yeah, really these are the God game. of War Elden Ring awards. Like these, yeah. they're gonna sweep every category. Yeah. Uh, and um, and there's a couple like there's a couple like uh, awards here to like check out, but there's like some weird ass like selections. Yeah. Like Sifu is in there for best fighting game, but yeah. that's not a fighting game. Yeah. Which like fucking weirded me out. Yeah, I don't know. The um, categories here are weird. Tunic isn't even. I don't even think Tunic's in best music. Like this is a fuck. This is crazy. It's not even dude. in best art direction, which it definitely should be. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's a bummer, dude. It's a bummer. But you know what? Fuck Phoenix the awards. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great. <laughs> but I think also like isn't Vampire Survivors in there too? Vampire Survivors yeah. isn't even in that. Yeah, I know. Which is weird. Like that game took the fucking internet by storm when it came out, dude. To the point where like everyone's trying to copy it right now. It's it's like weird to me that yeah. Vampire Survivors isn't in here. It like sparked a whole genre around it. Yeah. So I don't know. It doesn't matter. What I the only thing I care about in this show are the announcements at this point. So Yeah, that's all I watch it for, so Oh, best performance, I think, was a good category because Men Engage from uh, Immortality is in there. And she yeah. is absolutely incredible. I, yeah, I say, if anyone, you sent me, dude. Like, fuck. If anyone fuck. else wins in this category, I'm I'm never watching this thing again. I'm never that's participating. Not <laughs> that's not true. That's, that's not, not true. true. That's not true. But <laughs> Don't fucking lie. That would be the biggest snub in history, dude, ever. In any award show ever. Fuck a Grammy. Fuck a fucking uh, Moon Man. I, sh- she deserves this more than anyone else on the planet for anything, dude. Her, like, she was incredible. And I it was her first major, like, role in anything, too. Which is crazy. She just she does so well in that. Like I hope I hope she has a huge career going forward, dude. Because it's just it's absolutely incredible. That's all I gotta say about that. If you I haven't played back the the best family category yet, but like best family, all of them are Nintendo games. <laughs> There's like one, two, three, four, five games in here. Four of them are Nintendo. One of them's Lego Star Wars. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. But no, yeah, I know, dude. Her performance in that was insane. Like from the the clips you showed me, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. I, if this is a movie, I would watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like they it's they make three movies just for that game, but you don't really get to watch them like how you would want. I was like, oh, "I'm fucking watch this, man. This is crazy." But uh, you don't really get to do that just in the game. I I, I hope that they like do something with those, but um. Yeah, so December yeah. 8th, December 8th on the uh, Game Awards, so we'll... Uh, but Tunic is nominated for Best Action Adventure. Yeah, but it's not going to win, though. That's the thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> against God like, of War and yeah, Horizon. Yeah, the other shit is... It might. It might. We'll see. I don't, like, if you... If you... Uh, I don't know, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that game action adventure, but oh, Vampire Survivors is in a best debut indie uh, for a best debut game created by a new independent studio. Yeah, I I feel like it, I feel like that deserves more. You get one nomination for being like the actual game of the year. I don't know, or you know. That game is like that game is that game is now like what uh like the the I I don't the impact that game had was like similar almost not entirely but it reminds me of um like Among Us yeah where same. it was like everyone's talking about this not everyone yeah, everyone talking about, yeah Among but a Us lot had of a bit more are, like everyone's like trying to copy it yeah yeah but 
Among Us was like, I mean, you know, yeah. they gave Among Us its due like three years after it came out. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is fresh. This is hot off the press. They have, they, they could capitalize on this right now. But, uh, no, you're just, you know, debut envy. Yeah, dude. I mean, look at, um, that demo derby we did. Like, look how many of those demos are just like Vampire Survivor clones. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just Jesus. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. December 8th, you know, we got some time. We'll see what happens. I don't think anything here is going to surprise me, but I'll still watch it for the announcements, man. Um, Coming to Game Pass, we got Pentiment available now for Cloud Console and PC. Uh, Somerville available now, Cloud Console and PC. Dune Spice Wars available now for PC. It's in-game preview. Ghost Lore talked about earlier. It's available now. Lappin available now. Norco available now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. A bunch of games just dropped overnight. Uh, Gungrave Gore is going to be available for Cloud Console and PC November 22nd. I can't so wait I've, to play that. No, I've not cool. heard of this yet. Uh, what, uh, what is this? A Gungrave game? Yeah. Gungrave is like an anime. Well, Gungrave is a game. Is that it? was um had an i think the anime was based off the game yeah oh shit i think i might be wrong but it was a really popular like ps2 like action game it's like a stylish like third person shooter like like a devil may cry was a third person shooter <laughs> it would have been Gungrave. I, I never played the original games but i've heard good things about them but i saw some shit for this game and it looks dope dude it looks like it's right up my alley <laughs> I haven't seen anything about this. It looks dope, dude. Check it out. Oh. Yeah, it's like a super stylish, like third person shooter. It's got like a combo system. It's slower than I would like it to be, it looks like, but okay. Yeah. Looks alright. You know what it reminds me? It reminds me of that uh that Final Fantasy third person shooter. Uh oh, there's your Cerberus? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is not a good game, you? but this yeah. You know, I don't want to compare it to that, but this looks yeah. slow. It looks like not <laughs> I mean, you can say Devil May Cry, but it looks fucking slow, man. I think the thing with him is that he's like he's like dead. <laughs> okay. So that's why he moves so slow. I don't know. I don't know Gungrave lore. Yeah. All I know is that's got a combo system. It's got a score system. So that's yeah. enough to get me to like try it. <laughs> okay. And it's gonna be on Game Pass, so it's not gonna cost me anything. So fuck it. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Um, Insurgency Sandstorm is dropping November 29th for cloud for November 29th for cloud and console. Soccer Story Cloud Console and PC also 29th. And Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, November 30th. Didn't that game already come out? Or is that like a it's in out it's out and uh you can buy it now and get access to the quote unquote beta. <laughs> uh so Dark Tide, is that like the Is it's the The Left for Dead like? Uh yeah. It's the Vermintide. It's, one. it's like oh, Vermintide. Yeah. Okay. But with uh okay yeah because Vermintide is like ancient and a... Dark Tide's like sci-fi yeah yeah which Warhammer has like 
I guess there's two different like factors to Warhammer. There's like the grim dark like medieval fantasy, and yeah. then there's like 40k, and that's like this dark sci-fi, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, that's what this is. I I want to check this one out. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be on Game Pass, so fuck it. November thirtieth. Yeah. yeah. Actually, my son will be here by then. So, <laughs> yeah. Those of you who don't know, where my wife and I are expecting our first our first child. Our son will be here on the twenty eighth. Is our expected date. So <laughs> very nice, very nice. Yeah, so my son will be here by then. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I also try to make some time, you know, between like naps and stuff to like play and you know yeah. check out your streams and stuff. I'm putting the kid to bed or something. Yeah, I'm not how gonna go gonna, uh, How are you gonna handle like video games with that guy? Are you gonna be like, okay, you have to you have to beat <clears throat> Zelda one before you can play Zelda Ocarina of Time. You have to beat Ocarina of Time before you can play. <laughs> I thought I was gonna let him play whatever he wants to play, like you know, if if he even is into video games, you know, it yeah. could be possible that he doesn't want anything to do with them, and Not that's up to him. No son of mine. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of this uh, story I was reading. It was, uh, I think it was a Kotaku article. Actually, this dude was talking about how his son plays video games, but he plays them wrong. <laughs> so like his son plays like minecraft and fortnite but he doesn't like play it to like play it he plays it to like talk with his friends it's a glorified oh. like chat room for him yeah so he doesn't play games to like play games you know he does the social part the social part of it and so it's hard to get his son to play like single player games because he gets bored of them he said he's tried to have get him to play like zelda and he got bored of it he tried to have him play like spider-man he got bored of it but then Miles Morales came out, and his son is who's who's also like you know mixed race, like Miles Morales is. Uh, Miles is his favorite superhero, so he thought, okay, this is it. This is gonna be the game. It's gonna get him to like play games. So he like implores them to play it. He starts the game four and puts it on like super easy baby mode, and lets the kid just play through it. He's having a hard time. So he doesn't like really play games. He's like getting his ass kicked. And he finally, like, just try to convince him, like, just finish the mission, just finish it, you know, see what happens. And after, like, spending way longer than he should have on like, the first mission of the game, he finally beats it. And his dad's like, great, so are you going to play the rest of the game now? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can find that, uh, that article, but it's, it's really cute and funny, because, like, it annoys the fuck out of him, because, you know, he grew up, like, old school NES days. Like if you don't beat the game, like you never really played it. You know, that was the point of a game is to like beat it. But his son just he plays him to fuck around and just waste time. <laughs> Which I mean at the end of the day, isn't that why we all play games? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yeah, the games like they can serve that purpose as well. It's not like yeah. you know, they're they're built they're kind of built for that today, like these days. Yeah. So Yeah. And it was really fun. I was going to find the article one day and send it to you, but it's really cute. And I'm like, I think I'll have like the same kind of approach with them, you know, encourage them if he wants to play them. You know, yeah. I'll be there for him, show him what's up. But if he doesn't want to really get into them, I'm not going to like force it on him. Yeah. My uh, my niece, I, I, I mentioned this before, my niece, uh, my, my brother's daughter. That's a niece, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a niece. niece. Okay. Uh, 
she's very into Sonic the Hedgehog in a way that I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like in like a weird like you're gonna be one of those weird Sonic people when you get like older because this is oh you can see it you're gonna see like the DeviantArt account like, yeah uh... yeah yeah like <laughs> you're gonna have your name the Hedgehog like, yeah in a couple yeah, of years Sonic cause... OCs yeah yeah Sonic uh... OC don't steal this is my original character <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how it happened I don't know if it was like the movie like if she just saw the movie and was like yeah Sonic. Or was she had a bunch of like Sonic dolls and and like Sonic like that she just would not like she would just take with her everywhere. And I was like, this is weird Sonic shit going on here in a way that's like not. Uh... I have uh, two little cousins that are the same way. They're my cousins, right? Like they're my cousins' kids, so that they that makes them my cousins. <laughs> I, I think cousins are weird. Yeah, cousins, cousins are your cousins. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Hold on. <laughs> are my cousins kids my cousins <laughs> okay yeah they're my cousins okay yeah so my little cousins uh they're they're little too and uh yeah they're super into sonic they don't like collect sonic toys but when the new sonic movie was coming out they're like all excited for because they love sonic and i'm like never fucking played a sonic game before like, yeah I mean, yeah that was a, yeah that was the other thing i was like what about what about this movie is making sonic fans because the yeah. movie doesn't really it's, there's nothing really sonic about it you know what i'm saying other than like it being like sonic and him being like a like a quipping like asshole like you know a memeing well there was a sonic tv show um on what was it on Cartoon Network, right? Sonic Boom had a TV show that apparently was like pretty good and it ran for a couple seasons. Yeah, but I don't think so anyone I'm sure like saw that. It. No, no one our generation did, but I'm sure kids growing up on Cartoon Network did. Maybe I'll, I'll give you yeah. that a little, but that's still that's the only thing I can think of because like those those girls like they love like Teen Titans Go, you know, and there's like a bunch of other like cartoons that show up and I'm like, what is this? And they can tell me like the name of the cartoon. And when it came out, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so this this, this is probably it. where these fans are coming from. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird seeing a a, a new Sonic fan. Yeah, uh, like it was the, the fucking Genesis days and shit, where it was like, yeah, look at that blast processing. Like they were trying to, <laughs> like fucking like the wars have, have begun again. I was like, yeah, fuck Mario. We got that Sonic. I mean, Sonic was always cooler than Mario. At least I think so. Sonic... The games are better, but I think the character of Sonic is cooler than Mario. Yeah, yeah, the character is cooler, but yeah. And yeah, we're talking like games and impact Mario all the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I will. But yeah, I can see where like the appeal is because like you know Mario doesn't have that same star power. You know, he doesn't have. He's he's barely got a movie coming out like right now. You know. Meanwhile, Sonic's have like multiple different anime and like movies, TV shows. Yeah, they really milked Sonic. Yeah, they did. But the milk is tasty. <laughs> so, on mine. Um, well, the Sonic movies are pretty good. I like them. I thought they were fun movies. They're the movies fun, are great. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're fun movies. They're the best video game movies I've watched in a, like ever. So, <laughs> you know, I think that's where the fans are coming from. 
it's cool to see don't get me wrong it's cool to see but it's it's it's, it's interesting like i want to see what the next generation of like gamers like look like because like you said you know most games now are just like are pivoting to like a more like fun like waste your time kind of design which is fine if that's what you want but i'm curious like it's like it's it's fortnite it's roblox minecraft yeah, like i wonder if like kids like 20 years from now are gonna look back at like roblox and minecraft and um fortnite the same way we look back at like ocarina of time or something what, I, what i'll say about the games of like the kids are into today is that they're a lot more creative focus yeah. than the shit that we grew up with oh yeah you know? like it really sparks more creativity from the from the player yeah than you know than an ocarina of time so yeah that you know also like, i don't know what's cool right now like i see like i was at the swap meet one day and i saw this like weird character i didn't know what it was it was like some one-eyed like creature looking thing and i was like what is that and my I, I see that like all over the place and i'm like what is that and my wife was like instantly like, oh that's like I already forgot the fucking name of it. It's like, oh, it's a so-and-so character from a video game. And I was like, what? <laughs> how do you know? How do you know about a video game that I don't? Like, and she was like, oh, because all the kids like play it. <laughs> like, really? Because my wife works at a school, so she sees all the shit that like these kids are into now. What is that fucking thing? Probably something from like Roblox or something. Poppy. That's what it was. Poppy from Poppy's Playtime. Poppy's Playtime. Yes. Wait, did we talk about this when like? I don't. Are... I don't know. Maybe it. Yeah, that's the creature. It was like I. I'm. 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 I made up the one eye thing. I guess I remembered it wrong. But it's like a blue, like fucking fuzzy looking thing with like mangled teeth. And I was like, "What is that thing?" Because I kept seeing it all over the swap meet, and like it was all like, oh. all, like the toy stalls. Yeah. Okay. And. Yeah, and I was like, what is that thing? And my wife was immediately like, oh, that's Poppy. It's from a game. And again, I was like, how the fuck do you know about a game that I don't? Like, <laughs> that's not how this works. And then she told me, because like, all the kids, like, play it. I guess all the kids, like, play it. They talk about it. They watch, like, YouTubers play it. Yeah. They watch YouTubers talk about it. That's the, the, that's the new thing, too. It's, like, YouTubers, like, fucking, you know, your PewDiePies and Markipliers and shit. That'll load something like this up and... Fucking kids love it. Uh, so that's why. Yeah. Like they don't play. They also don't play a lot of the games. They just watch them get played. Watch yeah. their favorite YouTubers play them and fucking react to them. And that's. I'm yeah. like fascinated to see like what that does for child development in like 20 years, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, that I'm was a that was another thing my niece was into. She was like into watching like YouTubers not even like yeah she was only watching youtubers and and yeah and that kind of fucking shit and i was like this is garbage oh yeah my uh <laughs> my wife's like nephew no it was her cousin sorry <laughs> cousins are tricky um he's like super into like youtubers too like he'll watch like youtubers he, he came over one day and he was like it was on the tv he like pulled up the ps4 he has a ps4 and instead of playing Minecraft, which he owns, because he's always asking to play Minecraft with them, 
he just like put on YouTube and watched like some YouTuber I never heard of play like Siren Head. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool, but I don't know. I can I can see the appeal, but you know, I'm kind of curious. Like that that's where like, you know, back in our day, you know, we 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 uh, we read like Nintendo Power, like Game Informer or something to see yeah. what was hot. Or watched X play if you had like cable or satellite or something. Now it's like seeing what the big YouTubers are playing or what Markiplier's playing or what like game theory's talking about. Yeah, but they don't play them because they're good or entertaining games for like people who play games. It's because yeah. the kids love shit. Uh, kids just love the like the stupid shit. They don't really care about the game. It's like they just want. The, the they find it entertaining when they play stupid shit and then like react. I think there's more to it than that because like, because like uh you know Mar- uh Matt Pat from Game Theory you know he does a lot of like every time a new fat like a new FNAF comes out he's like he's got a theory video out it's hitting like millions of views and his analytics are like preteens are mostly watching it so there's like some I think it's the community around it I think is what it is you know it's the it's the well, YouTubers like playing it. It's the yeah, people theory, still, theorizing it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like preteen is still like the target audience, I think. Yeah. But that's still. what I mean, though. Like, I think it's not so much the game, it's like the community around the game. Like, it's, you know, the YouTubers uh, that are playing it, the yeah, well, people that are theory crafting it. Like, yeah, well, I don't know if they actually care about, like, well, Five Nights at Freddy's has, like, it's f- fans. Yeah. Like, there's, like, shit like that that actually has, like, fans. Yeah. And they'll just talk about Freddy Fazbear all the time. Yeah. And that's their shit. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's also, like, I don't know, it's also, like, shit like this where it's just, you know, YouTubers just screaming and just overacting yeah. stupid <laughs> shit like this, and that's all you need. Yeah, I'm curious to see, like, what the gaming landscape looks like later. You know, when if those kids, like, grow up to be, like, game devs, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Because, you know, we're seeing that now, you know. People who grew up playing games we played growing up are making games now. Yeah. So... I'm curious what that's going to look like. The indie scene's going to look like, like 20, 30 years from now. I mean, we'll see. It's, just, it's interesting to talk about that, that, the landscape of gaming. Um, yeah, quickie news. Uh, Yuji Naka, arrested for insider trading, related to Dragon Quest franchise. Yuji Naka's uh, a pretty big name in the Sonic franchise, right? Like, he was one of the original founders or creators of Sonic? Or am I Sonic, Knights in the Dreams, Fantasy Star Online. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and most recently, uh, Balan Wonder World or Wonderland. Is it Wonder World or Wonderland? I think it's Wonder I don't know. I think it's Wonder World. You want to say Wonderland because that rolls off the tongue better. But I think it's Wonder World. Yep, it is Wonder World. I remember because, yeah, that's the same problem we were having. I kept calling it Wonderland because yeah. Balan Wonderland is yeah, an alliteration yeah. there. It feels good. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck. Well, who came up with Wonder World, but whatever. Well, yeah, um, he was arrested for insider training regarding the uh, Dragon Quest franchise. Yeah. Which, I don't know what that means. I know what insider trading is, but I don't know what that has to do with, like, Dragon Quest. Like, what about Dragon well, Quest? Was so, in- this was back when the, the last Dragon Quest game was coming out. 
Um, so it was a bit. It was a bit ago that it actually they were actually doing this, but uh, the and the article, the original article is all in Japanese. So, but it doesn't say much anyway. It just says like, yeah, there was like they were like they they found like three people that were <clears throat> that were like they they knew this the game was coming out before it was like announced. So they, you know, took out all these these stocks on it. And um, you know, okay. game came out, stocks went up, they cashed out, they sold it all off. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then uh, that makes sense. Now there's an investigation happening, and I think there was like two or three other guys, and then they just discovered. I guess Yuji Naka was also involved recently, so that's, that's why a this bummer, is bummer, dude. Now, so what's crazy is that like I doubt this is the first time he did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I bet. I bet. I mean. Especially like in Japan, Dragon Quest is fucking huge. So you know yeah. that if there's news coming for some Dragon Quest, and you can capitalize off of it, that's you know, you're you're probably you you can take advantage of that. But uh, yeah, if you get caught, then uh, not good. So yeah, like he did. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't think there's any like charges yet or a court date yet. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. But. Japan is like really weird their legal system. I think like it's funny stuff like sexual assault is like you know not taken seriously there, but yeah. business stuff, you know, stealing from your employer, insider trading, they fucking throw the book at you for that. So <laughs> but that shit'll ruin your life over there in Japan. Like we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how this develops. Um. Gearbox purchased a uh, Risk of Rain IP from Hoppo Games, Hopu Games. Yeah. Which I never played Risk of Rain, but I heard it's good. So we'll see what Gearbox so, can do with it. It's really good. Actually, the yeah. so the uh, Hoppo devs came out and they were like, because the, the, the question was, okay, is like Gearbox, is it just going to be under Gearbox and they're going to continue working on it? But uh, no, it's entirely, entirely under Gearbox now. Apo is off of they've no longer involved in any capacity for risk of rain at all so um which is like which is good for them you know because they can get that bag and just maybe just make work on their next game uh maybe make make like a you know an iteration on the on the on the formula that they've worked on so yeah while while Gearbox runs it in the ground, I I would admit Gearbox has been like okay, in terms of uh, I think they they had like they got the Homeworld IP, and for what I hear yeah. from what I hear they've been doing by, pretty well by the the fans of of that franchise. So they don't they don't doesn't seem like they ruin stuff when they when they yeah. Yeah, That's why I'm not worried about it. Um, and on top of that, the Volition, the Saints Row devs are part of Gearbox now too. So, yeah, half of me is like, "That's cool to see." Other half of me is like, "Oh, so we got the writers for Borderlands working on Saints Row now." Um, <laughs> well, the, you get a lot. So, okay, so the the, yeah, the Gearbox writers, I don't, I don't know if they all just write the same shit. I don't yeah, know if they just have one writer. I'm being like... facetious, but. Yeah. Uh, the big criticism of Saints Row, the newest Saints Row, which I haven't played yet, but on top of like the performance stuff, a big criticism was like the writing, yeah. which 
I, I make no secret. I'm very critical of like the writing for Borderlands. I think it's not funny. It's like painful it's not, and funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think they just have, there's just a Borderlands writer that's just like doing the Borderlands shit. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know the, the I don't know who wrote Tales the new Tales of the Borderlands but Yeah, you said it was I good. It was good. I thought it was good. I mean there were a couple there were a couple moments where I was like you could you didn't have to you could have like you could have done this yeah. a little better. Yeah, so that's, but... that's the thing with it cuz like when I was watching you play it you know the jokes that didn't land they yeah. just moved on, you know, yeah, they didn't yeah. stay on it. Yeah. Again, like I made that joke when we were when I was watching, you know, there's that joke that didn't land and I was like so you know, in this game, it doesn't land. You move on. In Borderlands Three, they make they make you fight like three waves of enemies while that joke keeps going. So yeah, yeah. And there was just there was one part in the in the new tales where it was like they play up one one of the characters like traumatic history. They play it up for like each episode, and then when oh, like yes, they, I watched they, that. They finally get joke. into it, and they play they play it for jokes. And I'm like, come on, man, you could have had a real good moment here with this like character's traumatic history and you play it for laughs and it just doesn't it's just it ruins it it ruins it yeah so that was like the oh the huge I remember moment that. yeah, I, yeah. Remember, I was watching you and that was that girl with like, the anger issues and her whole yeah, like backstory yeah. was like like an animaniacs cartoon. it gives it, it gives you options to make it even more over the top and it's like do you yeah. like fuck this up man but that that was the the biggest blunder in that game but yeah most of so most if, of the that's rest like of the it. biggest blunder like that's fine that's already like leagues ahead of like borderlands 3's writing so yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah we'll see what they do with uh risk of rain and saints row crisis core final fantasy 7 reunion display resolution frame rates all that's already been uh established for a platform yeah they they came out and just listed how everything's gonna run on every platform, which I wish more games did. Same, same. You can just look at this chart and be like, okay, how how's this gonna run on my like original PS4? And yeah, they tell you straight up, it's gonna be 1080p. It's gonna run at 30. So uh, get ready. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here that's really cool. Yeah. They're saying the um the Series S is gonna have a day one patch that'll make it sixty FPS, apparently. Oh, that's good. So but um yeah. And I, I think that the frame rates are like target frame rates. Yeah. Which they put in like a little like annotation on the on the side. So they're not yeah. guaranteeing that it's going to be sixty. FES are saying, oh, it's the target. The target, yeah, which is yeah. fine. Like, yeah. What's cool is that they confirmed the Steam version, the PC version's gonna run at 30, 60, or 120. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. And the uh, display resolution display dependent. So that's good. Yeah. Which they go into more details. You're gonna have options. It's gonna have, they get into every option that the PC version is gonna have, which is fantastic. This is great. Like I love, I love seeing this. Too, I've, yeah, I've not seen anyone go into this much detail on each yeah, platform. That, that shows like confidence in their product. Yeah, yeah. Put it out there, like, hey, this is what you can expect on your machine. I love that. Yeah. I got to use the bathroom. It hit me like really hard right now. Like over <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> yeah, take that shit. Bring uh, Vampire Survivors with you. Um. Uh, well, what what else is going on in the news here? What's uh? 
What else is? Did you hear about that? Uh, did you hear about? Did you hear about Nintendo Power? <laughs> Actually, they 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 pulled it down. It was on the uh, so someone archived every issue of Nintendo Power. Actually, I think they were all already archived, but someone someone just gathered everything together and just put it all in one spot on uh, the Internet Archive. And fucking, I you know I updated this. Like two days ago, I updated this this um this doc with all the links, and they they pulled it down already. They've already pulled this down, so you can no longer get Nintendo Power, uh, which is a bummer, because uh we were talking about it during like the pre-show, but um, man, I like I as a as a young child, I subscribed to Nintendo Power for several several years. And it like it got me through a lot of there were like guides uh just in the it would have like game guides, basically like strategy guide like mini strategy guides just in the magazine for like whatever game was like popular at the time. A lot of like Zelda guides. I remember like in the NES era there were a lot of and this was kinda of before my time, but I heard stories of the NES era where it was just games that you could straight up like just not know what to do unless you were subscribed to Nintendo Power. Like Castlevania was like a notorious one. Uh where like there was that like that infamous wall where you had to like crouch and let the fucking like tornado catch you. Like I think you the only way to know that back in the days, unless you just fucked around or someone told you, was it was in Nintendo Power. So it's like it's it's shit like that where like these like this this magazine was like great and it had like reviews and stuff i remember you could like write in to nintendo power and they would like have like user question and answer sections review sections uh would have posters i remember cutting out the posters and i would line my uh wall with all the posters and shit um yeah, I don't know. It was just it was it was very it was a very nostalgic uh era for for like gaming magazines. I remember that was the only one I subscribed to as a kid. And um I don't know, it's a bummer that you just can't uh someone did the work of like archiving all this shit and they pulled it down. I either that or it's just getting like it's getting slammed. Kotaku put out an article about about it. So you know that probably raised a lot of um, awareness on this thing, but um, yeah, it's uh, right now it's down. I don't know if they're gonna bring it back or if it's permanent, if it's temporary. Hopefully, it's temporary or there's like an alternative solution. I wish I downloaded all of it before they pulled it, but it was very quick, only a matter of like days. It's gone, so. But uh, I will monitor. We'll we'll monitor this and see if they bring these uh these magazines back up because it's uh it was good stuff. All right, I'm back. Yeah, it's yeah. a bummer that that's uh that's taken down. I was I was hoping to like look through it, look at some of the older Nintendo Power magazines, see what people thought about yeah you know, games of yesteryear. Oh well. Like I said, hopefully it comes back up or some other avenue like has them, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. 
so I didn't miss too much. That's good, dude. I don't know what happened. I was fine, and then it was just my stomach was just like, and I wasn't fine. <laughs> yeah, man, that happens. Hopefully, you know, you you hope that happens when you're in the comfort of your own home, because yeah. God forbid you get fucking you get them shits when you're like at work and shit, and you're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I was I was fine, but yeah. Uh, immortality is now available for all Netflix subscribers. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know how that's supposed to work. Like it's in the Netflix app. You can play it on iOS and Android. That's um, cool. This Polygon article mentions that it inc- it includes all the nudity. There's a lot of nudity in this game, so Finger it's good to know me. that it's good to know that's fully intact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That's cool. So go check it out. I mean, it's a. Uh... I think that's a perfect game for like Netflix. It's basically like an interactive movie, right? It's good for Netflix. I don't think it's good for mobile. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like an interactive movie, but it's, you know, I don't know. You're, you're watching and listening to a lot of shit. You're not yeah, necessarily you're scrubbing through like footage and it's, it's not something yeah. you'd want to play like on a bus or like, you know, on the toilet. It's yeah. Like you really want to get into. So, yeah. I don't know if you could just play it like on like a laptop or something or like yeah I don't know on a, like on a on a TV you know well I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how Netflix feeds this stuff if it's if it's only through the iOS app that that's I don't feel like that's a good way to do it you would want it like on a big screen where you could like sit down and enjoy it you know but yeah I don't know I don't I don't do I don't subscribe to netflix so but um according to this it's like all ios okay yeah it says uh it's available for free to netflix subscribers through netflix's ios app so you got to play it in the ios app yeah that's a bummer i mean maybe with like apple tv it runs on ios right so yeah 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 you would hope yeah i don't know i mean it's cool that it's coming there i mean Immortality is like a good. It was a popular game, so it's cool to be seeing it coming to. It's great. It's a great experience. Yeah. So if you if you've not tried it, I mean, it's on it's on literally everything now at this yeah. point. So if you haven't tried it, however you can do it, just do it. It's not perfect. It's got a lot of fucking performance issues on PC specifically. Yeah. But uh, it's it's worth going through. It really is. And in a move nobody saw coming. Need for Speed Unbound. You know, it's a new Need for Speed game coming out. They just released their soundtrack yeah. on Spotify. Just, yeah. just like that. It's, uh... I listened to a bit of this. And it's pretty damn good. It's a pretty good soundtrack. Surprising amount of uh, European music on here. Yeah. Like French, German shit. Uh... It's like it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going uh, through it and I'm like shit. Yeah. And I heard a little bit of it from like that trailer they put out for Unbound a little while ago. Yeah. Which I fucking love the art style for this game, by the way. Oh it's yeah, got the art like, style is great. Like the cell shaded comic book effect. I love it. Yeah. And um, And the music in that trailer too, that was dope too. Like Yeah, ASAP ASAP Mob. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Rolling here. 
Um, it's all most of the music is all from like within the past like year or two. So yeah, nothing like nothing super super recent, but it's it's stuff that you you would have like heard like a year ago. Not so not too old either. Uh, but it's good stuff. Good stuff. It's got me excited for for this game. Um, yeah, dude, this looks dope as hell. Like I'm into this. Yeah. And it's coming out like next month. I think it's coming out this month at the end of this month. I think, if I'm not mistaken. But... Let me see. According to EA's website, EA's website says. EA's website I, says. I don't see it on here. What the fuck? <laughs> I just Googled it November 29th. So this month, okay, yeah, okay. like 10 days. Yeah. Dope. Um, so yeah, check out the soundtrack. It's pretty good. Really good stuff. Oh, is that going to be on EA Play? Uh, usually their stuff, yeah, drops on there. Now it's probably not going to be, they have different tiers. Yeah. So, so it's not going to be in the Game Pass tier for sure. Because if it was, they would have announced it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so cool to check out. Like, I'll I'll look into it when it drops. I'm not a big racing game fan, but this looks cool. Yeah, I think you know. I, usually, what I do with like a game like this is I would subscribe for like the top tier, you know, which would be like probably like 15 bucks or something, and you yeah. can just play. You know, you can just play it for like that month and then cancel it, and then you, so you don't have to pay like 60 bucks to play one game. Yeah. And then if there's anything else on the server, it's what I did with like Anthem. Like, I just subscribed for that month, played the entirety of Anthem, and then canceled. Yeah. That might do something like that for this, just to try it. But no, it looks good. The soundtrack slaps so far. Like, I'm going to check it out later. Yeah. Um, We got some new trailers and videos. NCSoft reveals Project LLL. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's an open-world MMO third-person shooter. Looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Like it looks looks pretty neat. A little bit of genericism in here too, but yeah, it looks pretty generic. But you know, it could be. My question is, what? Where's the MMO in this? You know, yeah. Like it looks like a. It looks like a Destiny, which is probably what yeah. they're going for, I guess. But it looks like a Destiny, but third person almost. Like like Destiny mixed with the Division, like I would say mixed with like Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, which is good because it, yeah. it just look, it's like I guess it's like an MMO that plays like a single player game, which I'm is, okay with. Yeah, yeah. If it's not bogged down with all the like the multiplayer bullshit, then that's better, I think. Yeah, it looks cool so far. I'm gonna be keeping an eye on it. NC Soft, those are the um, oh god, is that the, um, the Guild Wars guys? Guild Wars guys, yeah. Yeah, they publish. They publish Guild Wars. I just say that they don't. They didn't make Guild Wars. They just publish it. Yeah. So I like they, they they like to take credit for that, but they're not. It's not. I don't think it's them specifically. So. Well, we'll see this then when it comes out. There's no release date yet, so no release date. We'll just see more developments on it, but it looks interesting so far. Yeah. Um. Uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion. 
more than a remaster i didn't watch this trailer yet like what about this is more than a remaster uh i think they're just emphasizing the fact that it is a straight up remake and not yeah just I, a... I forget this game came out on psp so yeah like it's graphically just... it's like a huge enhancement fucking looks so good dude i, I need yeah. to play this again i i played this on when it came out on psp so uh and i remember enjoying it back then i think i'll enjoy it even more now that uh it's getting this re- remake and it just it looks so good man so yeah it does i remember like seeing the trailer for it and at first I was like, it doesn't look too different when we got in the PSP. And then I saw the PSP footage and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this looks cool. This looks really cool. I never played Crisis Core, so I want to try it. It's good. It's good. It recontextualizes me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that Final Fantasy VII shit to the point where they rewrote. So when they did the Final Fantasy VII remake, they rewrote a lot of because if you've if you've played the original Final Fantasy VII and then you play Crisis Core, it uh it recontextualizes a lot of that original game. Yeah. In the, and the FF Seven remake was written with those contexts and yeah mind. yeah yeah so yeah. now it recontextualizes it again to make that Crisis Core shit make more sense. So yeah. it it comes like full circle now. So I think now that they have they have, now that they have that full story in place. They can kind of write stuff so that it makes complete sense now. So yeah, they wouldn't just like oh, excuse me. They wouldn't just like remake Crisis Core for the fuck of it. Like I think Crisis Core stuff is gonna come back in FF Seven too, like in a huge way. Yeah, I mean it already has. If you play the remake, it already has. But we'll not. We're not getting into that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, they, I haven't beaten it. I started it. I haven't beaten it. Yeah, I they, have it on PS Four, and I'm not like dig in the performance i think i might just buy it on pc just so i can get it running at 60 fps yeah. i'm yeah. playing so many games right now though with a kid on the way i don't know if i have the time i will do it eventually though <laughs> yeah that remake is fucking good it's good <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's like I, I, I need to good. play it and like my, my problem is that i play it like an action game when i shouldn't <laughs> i need to play it like it's uh, like a, you, a RPG. Not I mean, like you can do that. I mean, just turn the difficulty down and just like enjoy it. I mean, like that's all I gotta do. I gotta stop like treating it like Devil May Cry and like treat it yeah. like Final Fantasy. But yeah, um, I'll I'll definitely finish it eventually, and when I do, I'll have a lot to say about it. I'm sure. Yeah, like that. That's what I do, and I just want to like when when it, when it's a game that I just it's been out for a while, and I just want to get through it so I can get through it. I'll just turn it to the easiest mode and just fucking get through it. That's what I did with Horizon Zero Dawn, and yeah, that game is garbage. Me. So yeah, it's a better way to play it, I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I can't wait for this remake to come out. It looks dope as hell. Yeah. Um, we also got an official launch trailer for the Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Which looks cool. Don't get me wrong. It looks cool. But... It looks cool. So I don't know. I I want to play it because it's the it's the it's the guys, man. It's the guy. It's the the it's the Dead Space guy. So you know, like I I have confidence that it should be good. 
it's the guy, but it just looks, yeah. I don't know, it just doesn't look like, I don't know. It looks... I mean, what I've seen from the Dead Space remake, like, I'm more impressed with what I saw in the Dead Space remake than what I saw here. Yeah. And that comes out, like, in a couple weeks after this, so. Yeah, but that's the thing, that that game is, is dead, that game is Dead Space, so it's hard to fuck it up unless you, like, make it not Dead Space, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, this is, like, new, so. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? They made that game already. Like, people were talking, like, Modern Warfare 2 remake just came out. And it's like, people are like, oh, yeah, man, it's good. And I was like, well, that game was good, you know, 10 years ago when it came out. So it's hard to... So what I heard with the Modern Warfare 2 remake is that it's uh, it's a sequel, you know, to the Modern Warfare 1 remake, which yeah. added a bunch of stuff. And apparently, even people who played Modern Warfare 2... Are like I don't know where the fuck this story is going because I guess okay. like this changed a, quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess like this Modern Warfare Two remake like changed enough that even people who are like diehard like Modern Warfare campaign fans are like I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> okay, okay. Like apparently, That's... like uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but apparently, like a lot of the this, the background characters that. Like Ghost, for example, gets a lot more screen time and it fleshes out his story a lot more. And there's other characters that get their stuff fleshed out more on top of like, the new characters that got introduced. Like, and I don't, I don't know the story. Like, everything I read is like spoiler free, but they changed some shit that like you don't know what's going to happen with the Modern Warfare 3 remake. Okay. Okay. And that's why I hear that they're doing something similar with the Dead Space remake too. Like, it's not just a straight up that game. So. Yeah, which is which I would which be okay good. with. I would yeah. love a remake. I'm I'm divided. Like half of me wants a remake that's like the game I played already, but better graphics. The other half of me is like, no, fuck my shit up. Like surprise me. Yeah, like yeah. fuck my expectations. You know, write the game knowing that fans of the original are coming into play, and then fuck with them. Like yeah. And you know, I've not played Dead Space, so I I will be playing through that remake. With that space fresh, is good. Yeah, I love that space. I got into that space line. like recently, not recently, a couple of years ago, because the games were all sale on PC, so I just bought them up, and I was holy fuck, <laughs> these games are excellent. Yeah. Like, I'm upset I didn't play them like when they came out. Like, I'm really upset I didn't play them when they came out because these games are fucking fantastic. Um, so we'll see what Callisto Protocol does. Like I said, though, from what I've seen of the Dead Space remake, I'm more impressed with that. Than what I saw on the Callisto Protocol, but we'll see what happens. Like I'm gonna play the game eventually. I know I am. Uh, my dad pre-ordered it, so he's like super excited to play this. Okay. The protocol, so I'll probably ask him what he thought about it. The comments on on this video are pretty favorable too, so it's it's. I think the audience is is ready for this, so. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see when it comes out. I'm sure like we have an ecosystem big enough to fit both of them, but we'll see. Yeah. And uh, let's get some game releases. Evil West is dropping November 22nd for everything. That's a game I'm really excited for. This game looks fucking awesome. Yeah, this looks dope. Are you? Uh, yeah. Is this a Game Pass game or? It is not, and I'm bummed out. But I oh, might. This is a flying wild hog joint. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking uh, Shadow Warrior guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, I'm excited for it. It looks awesome. Oh, shit. There's a new trailer for it. It just aired two days ago. And uh, Danny Trejo is in the trailer. Oh, shit. Yeah, hold on. Let's watch this really quick. We're doing this live right now, everybody. Live. This is our live, like, reaction. Is he in the game? I don't know. Okay. Tiny little baby tweaky note. Um, for this next week, we really want to see your excitement about the loot boxes. It's really important for our shareholders. Mm -hmm. What the hell is a loot box? It's a box. It's a box. It's a box. It's a virtual box. Uh, virtual it, um, box. Uh, our, our players buy them with real money for a chance to win um, amazing in-game items. Yes, yes. And oh, but that's not all. We also have uh, daily login bonuses, weekly DLC sets, 14th yes. anniversary season pass. Yes. I love this. Pin promo currency for finding 50 chickens. <laughs> chicken. Yeah. And you. You are going to premiere our brand new ultra rare five star hero card. Three levels of monetization. Money. Enough! I just want to play a game. <laughs> love this. I love this so fucking much. <laughs> Yeah, this looks good. I love this. Oh, the game has multiplayer too. Oh shit. Yeah, it's got two-player co-op for the whole campaign. Yeah, oh, we're gonna have to do that. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I love this so much. Remember how I said when the, 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 the game first dropped, I was like, this is a video game ass video game. Yeah. And like this this fucking trailer like solidified it for me. <laughs> yeah, fuck a poppy playtime, dude. This is Yeah, dude, this looks incredible. <laughs> what I love is that like this is obviously like a like a nod to like, you know, those celebrity endorsed like loot box style like mobile games. You know, you bring in some celebrity to talk about the game who's never gonna fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what this is like parroting, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. There's no loot boxes. There's no bullshit celebrity here to tell you to play the game and promote some like some like specific loot box if you pre-order it. It, it does it's have a game ass have, game. It has pre-order DLC though. But uh Really? Like what? Uh you get some uh skins. That's <laughs> it, as a skins. I mean if that's if that's it, yeah. And I get a full ass game still, I'm fine. Oh yeah. I'll deal with that necessary evil if that's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm into it, dude. I'm into it. Yeah, this is getting. It's, yeah, it's uh, just, every it's, everything I see about this gets me more and more excited, dude. It's fifty bucks, but it's thirty right now on a uh, Joy Buggy. What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know if I want to trust that. <laughs> so many games i don't know if i'll have time to play this but god damn it i want to make it i want to make time
Oh, hold on really quick. Flying Wild Hog, like, announced the game's length. Roughly 10 to 15 hours to complete. Okay, okay. Has four difficulty modes. Mission replay, New Game Plus, and there's a co-op option. You play the whole game with a buddy. This is a video game-ass video game, dude. I'm into it. Yeah. New Game Plus alone, like, that's enough to, like, get me to play it twice, for sure. All right, dude. Fucking, I'm into this. <laughs> and the less impressive news: Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach is coming out for Xbox One and Series X. It's a Five Nights at Freddy's game. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Gunrave Gore PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X is dropping. Going to be Game Pass as well. That's where I'm going to play it because I don't know what I want to drop like 50 bones on this to try it. And last but not least, Ship of Fools is releasing on PC, Switch, PS5, and Series X. Uh, that's going to do it for the show, man. We had a really good show. Like, I had fun with this. I was yeah. a little worried in the beginning because I was all tired, but I, I think I found my, my stride. Uh, apparently this Gungrave game has more characters. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Like playable characters, just like this is a South Korean game, by the way. Yeah, I mean, playable characters, yeah. Or Shit, all right. Look at character trailer here. Wow, because I was like, this guy looks really slow. And then there's like a character with uh, there's like a girl character who looks like she's really, really nimble. Uses like pistols. It's a guy with a all sword. Right. All right, I'll check this out then. It's on Game Pass, so fuck it, I'll try yeah. it. <laughs> No gameplay of them, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the new God of War, so uh, oh, yeah? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be playing that. I'm gonna be streaming that today. So, and just and just getting into it. I, I need to play it, so it's gonna happen. Um, nope. yeah. I would love to watch you, but I'm gonna fucking pass out as soon as we're done here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I don't know if anyone, like, heard earlier, but I didn't sleep, like, at all last night, so I'm gonna fucking catch up on some sleep. Yeah, get that sleep. Everyone else can go to uh, GameReverse.com, GameReverse.com slash Twitch, GameReverse.com slash YouTube, GameReverse.com slash Discord. Yeah, and I'm gonna be playing. I'm gonna be playing some video games. God of War is getting played, so. Check us out, everybody. You know, it's, uh, you know, the drill. Go home, be safe, be excellent to each other, vaccinate if you can, and uh, yeah, peace out. <laughs>